episode number 36. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Stuck Method, Shira Taylor Gura. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you for joining me today. The crowdfunding campaign is now behind me, and I want to thank each of you who supported it and who helped me reach my goal. I am so very grateful to you and for your trust in me that this CD will be of value to your life. The CD is currently being printed and should be in my hands within the next 10 days, And I will continue to sell both the digital download and the physical CD via my website. Now I can start to focus on the fact that it's almost the end of 2017 and 2018 is just around the corner. I look forward to sharing with you a concept I recently learned called visioning. But before I do, I'd like to share with you an iTunes review that came in from Zigzag Path, which said, Shira is a great storyteller. I anxiously await every new episode. I listen to them when my daughter is at piano. Even though we are miles away, I feel so connected to her. Shira's warmth and wisdom speak to me. She is so genuine and authentic. Thank you for that review, Zigzag Path. As always, I genuinely appreciate you taking the time to share your feedback with me. It's funny, even though I don't see all of my listeners, obviously, and I certainly don't even know who you are in the world, I somehow also feel very connected to you in a very real way. I really do. Perhaps it's mainly because I know that you're listening, and just knowing that makes me feel connected to you. I mean, Think about it. When someone is intimately listening to you in any kind of conversation, there is a connection, right? Or the opposite. When you're speaking and you feel like someone is not listening to you, you can feel a real disconnect, you know? So when I'm recording these episodes, I feel a real connection to you, my dear listeners, even though I don't know all of you personally. It's something very special and something I feel very privileged about experiencing. Okay, so let's explore this concept of visioning. So actually, let's start by talking about our feelings for a moment. In the T-step of the stuck method, we tell ourselves what we are feeling. The idea behind this step is that we allow for ourselves to feel the feeling we are feeling. Why? Why is this in the method? Why is it important for us to actually allow ourselves to feel a feeling? Well, because what we choose to do in our lives is because the way we believe it's going to make us feel. We choose to do things in our lives because we believe it will make us feel good, or 
we resist doing things in our lives that we believe will make us feel not good. This is a lesson I heard the other day by someone I considered my teacher, Brooke Castillo. So let me give you an example. In episode number 26 of this podcast, I talked about considering embracing your mornings. Getting up early in the morning before the rest of my house does is something I really highly value. I love starting my day this way. I love starting my day calmly and without stress and with intentionality and with prayer and meditation and sometimes a morning walk. And so I do it. Why? Because it makes me feel good, right? Now, sometimes we avoid having to feel a feeling. We do anything in the world that we can so that we don't have to feel a negative feeling. For example, it's now winter here and the weather is cold and it's a lot harder for me to get out of bed early in the morning. And unconsciously, I chose a few weeks ago to stop getting up early in the morning. And instead, I unconsciously chose to sleep in as long as I can. Okay? Now, this has affected me. Of course, it's affected me. It's affected how I am with my kids in the morning and how I am with my husband. And it affects my mindset. And it affects my mood. Right? I know what makes me feel good. And yet, I'm not doing it. And the question is, why? What stopped me? Why am I stuck on inaction? Why am I not doing what I know full well is going to make me feel better? And so I go through the process of getting unstuck. And when I uncover my thoughts, this is what I came up with. I believe I'm going to be cold in the morning and being cold in the morning is not conducive for meditation. I believe waking up early is going to make me more tired later in the day. I believe meditation is boring. (laughs) Okay, so those were just three examples of thoughts that I uncovered during this process to figure out why I am stuck on inaction. Why am I stuck on not doing what I know is going to make me feel better? Now, in checking in with those thoughts, I can absolutely see that none of them are 100% true. And so when I go to see, consider, this is what I came up with. Okay, yes, it may be cold in the morning, but I can consider putting on my warm blanket when I sit. I can consider there's nothing inherently wrong with being slightly cold. It actually can just be an opportunity to just practice being with being cold and not resist it. I can consider that actually it's when I sleep in that I feel more tired during the day, not when I wake up early. I considered it's boring, so what? Doing stopping work, practicing meditation isn't necessarily an exciting thing I do. And We certainly don't do it because we are looking for excitement. And if it's boring at any point, then that's also an opportunity to just be with boring, not resist it, just to be with it. And more than that, what's wrong with being bored? What is so painful about feeling boredom? 
nothing. Of course, it's so funny. I like fear being bored. And the irony is being bored is just a feeling. It's just like any other feeling that you or I can allow ourselves to feel and experience as a part of the full spectrum of feelings that we can feel, you know? Take a moment to think about when you feel bored or any other emotion you don't want to feel. You either do what you can do to resist it, like what I did this month, not waking up early in the morning to meditate, or you can find a way to soothe yourself so you don't have to feel that feeling. Like how many of you listening sometimes feel bored and what you do is you go eat. You're not hungry, right? You're bored and you don't know what else to do. So you go eat so that you don't have to feel bored or you don't have to feel stressed or you don't have to feel tired or whatever feeling you don't want to feel in that moment. Anyway, so a few days ago, I got unstuck from this and I got back to waking up early in the morning. I moved my meditation cushion from downstairs in the living room to upstairs right next to my bed. It was a simple act, but it supported me in getting up early and going right to sit, having my warm blanket right there. And yes, okay, for a few moments, I did experience feeling a little bit of cold when I first got out of bed. And maybe I experienced a little bit of boredom too, but so what? I feel better. I feel more aligned. I feel more myself. I feel more calm. I feel more in control just because I did that simple act of taking time in the morning to sit, taking time in the morning to practice my stops. And I haven't felt any more tired because I'm waking up early in the mornings than on days when I'm allowing myself to sleep in. So what I did here was not only get unstuck emotionally, but I took action. In other words, I could have taken another route, like just letting things play out and see how they go during the next few months in the winter. But I wanted to be more deliberate. And I know that I have the power to choose to live my best life possible. I also have the power to live in fear and to live in fear of failure and to live in non-action, stemming from not wanting to feel things. And I don't want to live my life like that. I want to live my life on purpose as much as I can. So we're heading into 2018 and I just wanted to explore this thought with you a bit. Take a moment and reflect on your life in 2017. Your life, your family relationships, your health, your work, maybe your neighbors, your own self-care. How much of that came from a place of visioning? And when I say visioning, I mean something that you saw ahead of time, something that you were looking to create from a place of not having it, but seeing it so close that you could touch it. Most of us don't live our lives like that. Either we just let things roll and unfold one day at a time, or maybe we set goals for ourselves, but that's 
different from visioning. When you vision something, you can actually see the new you in the future. So for instance, if by the end of 2018, for example, I want to lose 50 pounds, okay? I can set goals for myself. Every day, let's say I'm going to go for a walk, or I'm going to eat this kind of food, or I'm going to not eat that kind of food, or I'm going to eat mindfully, or whatever it is. Or I can see what I will feel and look like by the end of 2018, which is totally different. Oftentimes when we set goals, we can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's too far. It's too unclear. It seems out of reach. But when you vision, you allow yourself to see yourself at that future time. You create an image in your mind of the end result. And that helps to give you the confidence that whatever you are trying to create or become is actually possible. With the work of Getting Unstuck in 2017, I purposefully let things unfold at their own time. I had just come off of a book tour at the end of the summer of 2016, and I was on a high with that, and I wasn't sure which direction I wanted to take this work, so I purposefully chose to just let things settle. I worked with some clients one-on-one, I started this podcast, I led my first retreat, and I produced a CD. And I guess actually that seems like a lot, and it is, but it didn't come from a place of visioning. It just unfolded. But this year, for 2018, I am planning to do this otherwise. I have actually spent the last month or so starting to do this visioning work, not only for my work, not only for getting unstuck, but for myself and my relationships. I am not only looking at the steps that it will take for me to get from A to Z in these different parts of my life, but rather I'm actually working on seeing me in those future places. Next week, I am going to share some of that visioning work with you here on this podcast. I am meeting with a business coach tomorrow to share some of my visioning work with her so that I can start putting things into place for 2018. But in the meantime, I encourage you to do the same. It takes time. This is not a five-minute project. It can be something you sit with, reflect on, walk away from, come back to. But I would encourage you to try it. It's really an entirely different way to approach how you live your life by living it on purpose rather than by happenstance. This takes bravery, my friends. It takes vulnerability and honesty. It takes risking to fail because, of course, we can't always succeed in everything we set ourselves out to do. And it takes flexibility because things happen along the way. But as we head into 2018, I encourage you to look at your closest relationships, your marriage, you as a parent, you as a child, you as a sibling, you as a worker. In which areas of your life do you feel not 100% your best? Be honest. 
Which areas of your life do you feel not 100% your happiest? Which areas do you feel you could be being a better version of you? By the way, this has nothing to do with changing anyone else in your life. And this has everything to do with taking responsibility, changing you, you growing, you evolving, you putting your best foot forward. That's what this is about. And also, by the way, to really take advantage of this work, I strongly urge you to vision things that you can't currently see in your reach. Okay, like if we go back to the weight loss thing, if you're looking to lose two pounds and you think that you can do that in 2018, then that's, you don't really need to vision that. Okay, I'm suggesting you stretch your muscles just like we do in this C-step of considering what is possible, what is possible in your life. Are you in a severed relationship with someone? Can you stretch your muscles and consider that in 2018 or by the end of 2018, that relationship will be repaired? Are you in a so-so relationship with someone? Can you consider that in 2018, you will have an extraordinary relationship with that person? Are you in business but feeling like you are not reaching your potential? What does potential or success look like to you in 2018? What do you look like when you are there? Again, we're not looking at the steps it's going to take to get you there. We're just looking at what you look like when you are already there. And so when you are reflecting on your life, you can also look at the relationship you have with yourself how you treat yourself physically, emotionally, spiritually? Are there any areas of your life where you would want to treat yourself better? What can you consider? What do you look like in 2018 when you stretch your mind to its fullest capacity of what is in the realm of possibility? And then go to a quiet place in your home or a safe place that you enjoy going to. And close your eyes and see if you can see yourself, your new self, 12 months from now. What would that new version of you look like? If you get stuck on thoughts of impossibility, see if you can suspend those thoughts for a moment and remind yourself that they are just thoughts. See what is possible. Anything is possible. Anything. You just have to recognize it as a possibility. And sometimes when we can't see things, we don't take action. So metaphorically, open your eyes wide and see what is out there for you for this coming year. So this past year, I didn't really get stuck in inaction because I chose that. I chose to let things unfold. But this coming year, I am choosing differently. I am choosing to take action even if it means risking failure, because none of us will ever succeed in anything we do in life unless we take the risk of taking action. I can't wait to share with you next week what comes from my meeting tomorrow with my business coach. 
And I would also love to hear from you what kind of visioning you come up with for your life after you do this exercise. You can email me anytime. And for those of you who have emailed me in the past, know that I respond typically within one business day. I love, love, love to meet my listeners and I love to stay connected to you. Okay, my dear friends, I am honored that you joined me on today's episode and all of the episodes from 2017. It has been such a privilege to bring this podcast to you, and I am grateful for your listenership. God willing, you will be hearing from me next week in 2018 with my visioning plans for getting unstuck and where I will welcome you to join me. That will be it for today for 2017. Thank you for listening. And as always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.thestuckmethod.com.